Welcome to episode 47 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Chris. And I'm Danny. And today, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite, Squirrel Girl. The unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Mmm. Yeah. Uh, but first, what happened this week? What'd you guys do? I played, uh, I played a new game called Reventure. I have it on Steam, and it's really cool. It's like a, a roguelike, but there's a hundred endings to it. Whoa. And every time you die, you, you end one of the endings. Every time you die uniquely, I guess. So let's say you, you run, you get hit by one of the bad guys. But then it has like a little cut scene of you getting killed by the bad guy. And then it tells a little story about what happens to you. and then And then you come back and you start over in the same place. And then... Let's say you go and you trip over a rock or something. <laughs> that may be <laughs> ending number two. So there's a hundred endings. I've gotten through like forty of them so far. Um, but it's it's very funny and it's very fun. You know, it's a light platforming roguelike. So I would uh, I would suggest anybody that finds Reventure, check it out. Cool. Damn. How about you guys? Well, new Fortnite battle pass. So, <laughs> been grinding some Fortnite, getting my Victoria Royales. Um, other than the, that, the Gwitty, the Fortnite Gwitty. <laughs> That's yes. not a list. <laughs> other than that, um, last week I had a class, and my school has like a special collections in our library. It's basically like the art. It's like their special art exhibit and they pulled some stuff out for us and they had a Avengers comic from I think 1973. I don't know wow. how rare it was, but it looked pretty cool. Nice. Neat. Uh, I haven't been doing very much. Um, just my usual overwatch grinding that battle pass um but today i decided to mess around with chat gpt um just to see if it could build magic the gathering commander decks um <laughs> didn't do a great job unless i like like baby stepped it through it and even then it was like given me artifacts as creatures or <laughs> or instants and sorceries as creatures but you know, it was kind of cool just to see what it would come up with um, and what cards it would suggest. Um, so I had I had some fun playing around with that today. Cool. Yeah. All right, so we're kicking off uh, this episode about the unbeatable Squirrel Girl who got her debut in uh, 1991 in a strange Marvel Super Heroes number eight issue. That uh, Danny's going to talk about. Yeah. It was the Marvel Superheroes Winter Special X-Men. And it is Squirrel Girl's first appearance. And it starts with Iron Man just flying around a forest because he was testing his collision avoidance radar. Um, so just flying around a forest and 
Um, we see this creature kind of looking over him. And it pounces on Iron Man. And he's like, what is this? Just attacked me. And Iron Man's like, oh, you don't know who you're messing with. Like, I can take you. And he sees who it is. And he's like, this thing has fur? <laughs> like, what's this fur ball getting on me for? He also and, gender, uh, gender assumed the whole time that he's fighting. Kept calling yeah. him a he until, mm-hmm. until uh, he was unmasked, un- unblinded at least. Yep. So then that's Squirrel Girl who reveals herself in a very jump scare way. She looks <laughs> she looks very different which across the comics. She looks <laughs> like a clown. Like maybe she from does. She does look like a clown. She's got like eye makeup and I can see why they didn't keep the eye makeup in the next iteration. <laughs> mhm. Does squirrels have diamond shaped eye holes? Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I mean, I could see if it was like a raccoon, you know, that'd be yeah. having, having the mask like that. But it's just weird. It doesn't look like a squirrel <laughs> face. It no. also doesn't look like a squirrel tail. She looks more like a monkey. <laughs> she does. She does look like a monkey. But she has her big, like, buck squirrel teeth. <laughs> and Iron Man's like squirrel girl and he's like okay nice name it rhymes but why why are you bothering me and she's like I wanted to show you what I can do so that I can become your partner she wanted to be Iron Man's partner and join the Avengers and she's like I live around here so I can work and also be home for dinner because she is very young. And he's like, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 15. And he's like, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> like, I don't want to be responsible for that. Which is funny because, like, in the movies, Iron Man's like, hey, Spider-Man, you're what? Like, <laughs> fi- you're like 16? Yeah, come, come to space. Come die. Come die in space. Mm-hmm. He told him not to not to go on that spaceship. <laughs> and so Squirrel Girl is like, well, let me show you my powers because I have plenty of powers and she's a mutant. So first she jumps really high like a squirrel. Squirrels jump really high. They got to get to those trees. <laughs> <laughs> and Iron Man's like, well, Hulk can jump, so... Okay, what else can you do? Then she pulls out her little hand um, blade. Like, she has a little mini Wolverine blade in her hand. A knuckle spike. Yeah, knuckle spike. Which, do do squirrels have knuckle spikes? No clue. Uh, squirrel girls do. <laughs> <laughs> And she also has finger claws for climbing. And Iron Man's like, but Wolverine has 
better knuckle spikes. So <laughs> what else you got? And then she shows him her teeth. And she's like, well, I can chew things really well. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay. And you have a tail. And she's like, yeah, I do. And she just makes a joke that her mom thinks it's cute. So she's still asking, like, hey, can I be an Avenger? And he's like, well, I don't know. Like, he's not really impressed yet. And she's like, okay, well, I got this other thing. I can I can talk to squirrels. So she starts doing her little chitty chit chuck. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I, I get it. You can stop. <laughs> She's like, oh, but that sounded like a squirrel. And then all of a sudden, all her little squirrel friends starts to attack Iron Man. And he's like, wait, these are from you? And she's like, yeah, I can talk to them. And Iron Man's like, okay, well, X-Men would be interested in you, but not me. And she's like, well, I don't want to be a mutant because they're stuck up like Kitty Pride. Yeah, so she's got a problem with is, Kitty Pride. This is Kitty Pride. Got some teen drama. So Iron Man's just trying to like pass her on to other people. He's like, well, I can introduce you to Captain America. He's open to new partners. He's just trying to get her to go talk to other people. And then she's like, I can't believe you're rejecting me. And he's like, I don't really need a partner. And he's like, well, I can't be responsible for you. You're young. You know, like we said, he likes Spider-Man, who's also young. (laughs) You should word that differently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways. She's like, well, I've had a super, like, a super fight before. I fought someone. And he's like, oh, cool. Who? And she was like, well, it's an armored guy. And he's green. He has, he's like, gray armor. And Iron Man's like, oh, no, Dr. Doom? And then Dr. Doom shows up. And he like lasers Iron Man or something and like sizzles. Quick draws on him. Yeah. (laughs) Quick draws on him. Ray pistol. Sizzles his suit. (laughs) Sizzles his suit. (laughs) And so Squirrel Girl's like, what the heck? And he takes he takes both of them into his little Doctor Doom ship. His doom ship. And he kidnaps them. So, Dr. Doom just has Iron Man and Squirrel Girl in his little ship. And they're like, well, we got to get out of here. But Iron Man is all, has this like energy field around him. So he can't really move that much. He's like, okay, Squirrel Girl, you're going to have to do this. And she's like, she pulls out her nut stash. <laughs> she's like, 
Well, here, I have some nuts you can maybe use to help. He's like, you don't have any tools? She's like, no, I just have a nut stash. Macadamia nuts, peanuts, all the kinds of nuts. She's really prepared. (laughs) (laughs) But Dr. Doom shows up and he's like, well, I'm going to dispose of your bodies in the ocean. And Squirrel Girl's like, but we're not dead yet. And he's like, oh, that's right. So then he puts some spikes in their room and it's going to collapse and suffocate them. And Squirrel Girl's like, well, I do have friends. So I'm warning you. He's like, okay, yeah, squirrels, whatever. Um, Go die now. <laughs> but then Iron Man's like, okay, well, now you got to show us. Now you got to get us out of here. And she's like, well, what am I supposed to do? And she sees that the ship is only a little bit above ground. And so she calls for help, her little squirrel help. Does her little squirrel call. And all the squirrels come running and they start to attack Dr. Doom. And so the squirrels come to help and they help them escape from the Doom ship. And Iron Man was going to go take care of Doom, but Squirrel Girl's like, no, my squirrel friends got it. And so Dr. Doom gets attacked by all the little squirrel friends. And Iron Man is... Yeah. Start eating him. Chewing his wires. <laughs> and they like rip him apart. Take his cloak off. They take his mask off. And little like almost naked um, Dr. Doom just runs away. And jumps into the like a lake or ocean or something and and Iron Man tries to go after him and he like goes into the the floor and he's like, well, he escaped. But they have his mask. Little Squirrel got his mask. And so Iron Man and Squirrel Girl are just talking and, and Squirrel Girl's embarrassed. But Iron Man just says that they set his plans back so he probably won't be showing up anytime soon. And he just tells Squirrel Girl that she should just go to school and finish college. And then she should come back and try to be a superhero. And that's the end. Yeah, that whole story. Now, this was in like one of those 80 page uh, super special comics that had multiple stories in it. That's why the cover had a lot more people on it than what we saw in this comic. Mm. But that whole story was basically... Their Marvel's idea of, of creating a character so bad to parody the fact that characters have gotten bad. So this was in the early 90s, and they were parodying maybe a little bit of themselves, maybe a little bit of DC about how bad characters can be, and they they created one so bad that they could use it as an example of what never to do again. <laughs> but Squirrel Girl isn't bad. She's the best. Right, but but her existence for the next 10 years <laughs> after this issue only happened by being a, a pattern on Deadpool's boxer shorts. 
Like he had, oh. he had like a squirrel girl patterned uh, boxer shorts and some of his issues. So, so she didn't have any more comics until, you know, more recently. I didn't even know she existed like in the nineties. I didn't even know. I thought that like 2015 or whatever was her first appearance. Yeah. Yep. But uh, she, she definitely went from being the, uh, the butt of a joke to turning out to be a pretty cool character. Yeah. I'd like to see how like, I don't know, the Marvel people were like, how they reacted when someone was like, you know, Squirrel Girl, I'm going to give her a real shot. (laughs) (laughs) I want to write an actual comic about her. I wonder how they, how they received that. I mean, obviously, I guess, well, since it happened. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that brings us, all the way up to 2015, which is when she gets her first uh, first self-titled book, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number one, which Amber is going to bring us through. Yeah, so this, this comic starts off with Squirrel Girl um, sitting in the trees, singing her theme song, which totally isn't the tune of the Spider-Man theme song. That's not (laughs) not how it goes. Um, And she just like stops a a petty theft, um, beats up some bad guys, uh, calls her squirrel army, singing her song the whole time. Um, And then we get some like info, like uh, her real name is Doreen Green. Uh, She's got a, a best friend squirrel named Tippy Toe. Um, and then she says like, oh, I'm so happy to finally go to college and move out of the Avengers attic because she had been secretly living there for a while. Um, but now she's going to go to college in New York. So she's like, okay, it's time for my secret identity. I've got to you know, put Squirrel Girl away for a little bit. Um, gotta be, be, gotta be myself. And the way she hides her tail is by just like, yeah, I've got this nice butt. So <laughs> she shoves it in her butt. Shoves pants. it in her pants, and she's like, wow, good thing I've got that tail because now it looks like I've got a big butt. Um, so she's carrying her boxes to college because she's got like more strength because she's like got the proportional strength of a squirrel, but she's a human well, half human half. She's got some squirrel blood in her. She says, um, so she's carrying all her boxes. Um, this guy runs into her, um, who's also a, a student and his name is Tomas. And, um, he's like, Hey, do you need help? And she's like, oh, a totally normal person would totally need help right now. And she drops her boxes. She's like, ha And then she talks to her squirrel, kind of explains that to her, to Tippy Toe. Um, and then she just decides, you know what? I've, I can carry my boxes. There, there's nothing in them at all. They're extra boxes to help me move out of college with. So she just runs with all her boxes to her room and meets her roommate, whose name is Nancy. Uh, And Nancy loves two things. Her cat Mew 
and knitting. And they're both um, computer science students. Um, and she, and uh, Doreen Squirrel Girls is like, hey, you have a cat? Isn't that not allowed? And Nancy's like, yeah, but obeying an unjust law is itself unjust. And so Squirrel Girl's like, okay. And then she sees out the window some guy carrying tippy toe. And she's like, uh-oh, gotta go. And she changes into her Squirrel Girl outfit in the bathroom and runs outside to save her best friend. Um, in the meantime, she pulls out Deadpool's guide to supervillains. She's got trading cards <laughs> of all these villains uh, that she relies on. And she finds this one is Craven the Hunter, which I only know because of um, Marvel Snap. <laughs> she She's like, all right, she gets some background about him. He's like a really good hunter and like a Spider-Man villain. Um, so she's like, yo, what's up? Like, why are you hunting squirrels? Like, put them, put, put her down. This is my best friend. Um, and Craven's like, nah, like, I'm just gonna hunt this squirrel. Like, I'm gonna kill this squirrel. And so then Squirrel Girl attacks him. They fight a little bit. Um, then she throws him up into the air. And thinks a little. She's like, <laughs> she th- throws him so far up into the air that she has time so for. It's time to like brainstorm a couple of different ways. She's like, squirrels in pants, squirrels on head. <laughs> like, how should I defeat him? Um, and then, you know, she talks to Tippy Toe, and Tippy Toe's like, you know, he just like kicked me like it was just crazy he was just like kicking us for no reason she's like oh maybe i can talk my way out of this so she catches him on his way back down and she's like hey you know like i know you died before and you're back and now you can't die anymore so what are you doing like you know constantly attacking spider-man and and you can't defeat him and if you you know, die any other way, but you can't die. So you can't have like a valiant death fighting Spider-Man. You can't hunt Spider-Man well enough. And like, what are you doing? Like, you're better than this. If you're the best hunter, if you're the most dangerous hunter, then Spider-Man's not who you should be hunting. My squirrels aren't definitely aren't what you should be hunting. Um, so she pulls out <laughs> more Deadpool's uh, trading cards and she's like, Look at all look at all these other things like in the ocean that you could do. Like since you can't die, you could totally like hunt these things in the ocean, like giant squid and and the kraken. Um, like think about it. You could be the best hunter in the entire world, and like I don't think you can do it, but prove me wrong. And he's like, oh my god, you're totally right. Like I I need to prove myself. I need to do this. And so. So Squirrel Girl's like, yes. Uh, and thank you, Craven, for not killing Tippy Toe. Um, so then she's she's done with that after talking her way out of, you know, Craven. Um, she comes back at, to her room with Nancy and she's like, um, hey, Nancy, I've 
what what about this? What if what if you meet my friend Tippy Toe? And Nancy's like, huh? But you're the one that said, you know, no pets in the dorm. And and Doreen is like, yeah, well, I just learned from a super cool person that obeying an unjust law is itself unjust. And so that starts her and Nancy's, you know, best friendship because um, they both have pets now and they're both silly. And then they see that um, there's a squirrel tapping on the window and Tippy Toe is talking to the other squirrel. And <laughs> Doreen's like, well, it'd be silly if I knew what they were saying, huh? That'd be so silly. <laughs> And then she goes to the bathroom because um, Tippy Toe seems a little distraught. She listens and talks to Tippy Toe because she can't do that in front of people to protect her identity. And Tippy Toe says, hey, I heard from the, the Squirrel Information Network from around the world that there's something coming that's, that's you know, going to come and destroy the earth somehow. She's like, what? What do you mean? Like, how, how far away is it? She's like, oh, like, light years away. But millions and millions of miles into space. And so Squirrel Girl's like, oh, well, we've got plenty of time for that. What's the worst that could happen? And then the next panel, coming next issue, Galactus taking a munch out of Earth. <laughs> so, and that's the end of that one. Really far away, nothing to worry about, but he shows yeah. up next issue. <laughs> I like that and one. She actually talks him out of eating Earth. By, really? Yeah, mm. somehow she finds out about some other uh, like planet that's got a bunch of trees and has lots of nuts, and she convinced <laughs> him that it would be a lot more, uh, a lot more filling than Earth would. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So she, she defeats Galactus. Nice. I wouldn't yeah, expect couple, anything less. A couple things I like about the, this comic is one is the uh, kind of self-narration down at the bottom of each page. Yeah. Yes. That's really good. Um, she's talking through explaining things that are happening and uh, it's, it's all as quirky as she is. And then the other thing, I don't know if you noticed, but Early on in the in the comic, when she's first walking to school with her boxes, I think they parodied the uh, the the uh, girlfriend meme thing of the guy walking with his girlfriend, looking over his shoulder at another oh, girl. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> they did. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's funny. And then at the end of this issue, they had. Um, the letters to the, uh, you know, where they usually have the letters to the editor, letters to the, the comic. And since it's the first issue with this, this new team that's writing and, and drawing, um, they actually introduce themselves by saying that they had been making this comic for a long time. And they finally, Marvel finally asked them, hey, can we publish your comic that you've been stealing our character for? <laughs> but, <laughs> I think they... They said that that was just a joke, and uh, you know they were actually employed by Marvel making this. Um, but it, mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty, pretty witty. That's yeah, funny. so that was definitely a, a good title for her 
versus her first appearance with with Iron Man. Yeah, I think so too. I don't know. I like the character design. She looks super quirky. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's so funny that she just like lived in the Avengers attic, but like spoiler alert in the next one, we found out she has a mom yeah. that is like, a huge fan of her. <laughs> and like, why isn't she living with her mom? <laughs> well, in the first, in her first appearance, I think she mentioned that um, squirrels like to eat wiring. Like when they're living in your attic and eat up all your and chew through your wires. Yeah. So then next thing you know, she's living in the attic of Avengers. And she wants to like be an Avenger. So. Yep. And she spends some time with the Great Lake Avengers. Um, That's one of the teams that she's on. I think probably before this, before this series. Oh. Because she had moved from, she was in California when she met Iron Man. And then she moved to New York where she would fight crime in Central Park because, you know, lots of trees. <laughs> and the, the Great Lake Avengers were there, and they were getting mugged, and she stopped the mugging, so they're like, hey, you should join our crew. Nice. So, so she she joined their crew. And I guess this, uh, this title was so popular that after eight issues, they kicked it off again with the unbeatable Squirrel Girl number one in the <laughs> same year. <laughs> later in the year only and our second the, number one so far this year <laughs> yeah the second number one so far so that's the uh that's the third comic that we read and it starts off with squirrel girl saving a family from a apartment fire presumably in new york i guess and uh her and her new teammates are uh helping this family so we got Squirrel Girl. Of course, we got Tippy Toe. Uh, Nancy Whitehead, her roommate, is is there, but mostly for moral support and for any <laughs> kind of computer needs that they may have. And for knitting. And then we've got Tomas shows back up. Yeah, as, I had to check that it was the same guy. As Chipmunk Hunk. So he's got mm-hmm. similar skills and uh, abilities as her, but in the form of a chipmunk instead of a squirrel. And then their other friend, Koi Boy, who has big fish eyes. <laughs> and we didn't really experience his uh, his true skills yet, but yeah. I'm guessing they're fish-like of some sort. In the little intro picture of Chipmunk Hunk, I think it's parodying or referencing Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon because he's got like the mask and the rose. And that's oh, very... Okay. That's cool. So yeah, so they saved this family, and they're uh, after that they're going back to their apartment to celebrate. And I guess this is the uh, the start of the second year of her college at ECU. Empire is it ESU? Empire State ECU. University. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the one of those. And uh, so I guess Doreen has a new apartment with her, her bestie. So they're uh, getting it all set up. They've got boxes all over the place and all the boxes are marked as if they were very lightweight so that when she's walking around town with 10 boxes, some say that they're filled with helium balloons. Some say that they're just air. Mm -hmm. Some say totally empty. And then Doreen must've had just one box that said Amazon dot cat. And that was (laughs) for her cat. (laughs) You. 
So they're uh, breaking in the new apartment with their their friends, Koi Boy and Chipmunk Hunk, which uh, in her closet, she happens to have a special teleporter to get her to the Avengers Island, which I'm not sure how that works, but that's pretty cool. Whatever works to get you to that, that food court that's so good there. Yeah. Yeah, she raves about their food court. So they've got a portal in the closet. Um, all of a sudden, she remembers that she had a lunch appointment with her parents, which I don't fully understand because it was nighttime when they were going home. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> worried about lunch. But we're, we're just supposed to overlook that. Maybe they partied all yeah. night. <laughs> so her, yeah, her phone goes off says, oh no, I forgot about my lunch date, and she tells her bestie that, hey, you need to come with me. And she's like, oh, I don't want to, do, I don't want to meet your parents. They're probably just old, boring people. <laughs> and she's like, no, I, I'm not going to do this alone. You're coming with me. So they uh, they rush off to, to lunch. Um, the only way they can get there fast enough is if Doreen switches into Squirrel Girl form. So that she can carry her friend through the streets. <laughs> and <laughs> runs runs her there. And then while she uh, goes into a dark alley to change back into her regular clothes to go into the restaurant, she sends her friend in to meet her, her parents in the restaurant. And she says, oh, oh you'll, you'll recognize him right away. I just realized something looking at the, the restaurant. It's called Bar on Zemo. Like Baron Zemo. Isn't that a guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of puns. Movies. A lot of puns, yep. So Nancy goes into the restaurant and she's looking into the crowd and then she sees this this lady with a shirt on that says, I squirreled away a place in my heart for Squirrel Girl. <laughs> and she recognizes her as just as quick as uh, as uh her mom recognizes Nancy and says, you must be Nancy. And so they, they sit and they start chatting. And uh, as it turns out, the, uh, the mother is very chatty and starts telling all bunch of stories about Doreen as a kid and all the embarrassing stories. And Nancy's like, oh, okay, I'm in now. This is, this is good. You're, you're not as boring as I thought you were going to be. Tell me, tell me as many embarrassing stories as you can and so she starts pulling out pictures you know baby pictures and stuff and then mm -hmm. finally the finally squirrel girl comes in and like mom why are you doing this you know you're trying to embarrass me with my friend and they they discuss the fact that she's not a mutant you know she got tested as a kid it has something to do with rna or dna and who really knows and i think I think that's just officially canon that something happened to her, but they don't exactly know what. <laughs> so yeah, it said it was something during the mom's pregnancy. pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, she got she either got bit by a radioactive squirrel, or you know, there's something in the trees, or she ate a bad nut, or something. But it's definitely not a mutant thing. That's the only thing that they're sure about. So, uh, so the mom says, uh, "Well, I'm not going to eat anything because he's." These restaurants are just too expensive. So Doreen's very upset now. Her mom is making best friends with her best friend, telling all these stories. She's not even going to eat. It's just a waste of her time. So she drags him out of there 
and says, well, we're just going to go home. So now she switches back into Squirrel Girl costume, grabs both of them, and starts running through the streets. Ends up on the mm-hmm. roof of, uh, of their building, and they're just about to go into the roof access to get into their apartment building. And the door slams open, and this weird-looking robot thing with a human brain and human eyeballs carrying a cat and a squirrel pops hmm. out and just starts muttering all kinds of nonsense about doomsday and stuff. So Doreen immediately thinks that they're being attacked and they have Mew and <laughs> the squirrel um, Tippy as, as uh, oh. hostages. So <laughs> they start battling and she starts trying to you know, break into his glass helmet that's carrying the, the head, the brain, and she can't do that, so she tries some other things, tries to uh, rip it apart. Battle gets, has her friend find Deadpool's guide to supervillains card number 1011 out of 4,522, which has his name, Brain Drain, and uh, says, hey, see if there's any weaknesses on there. And it talks about his past, about how he was some, I guess the aliens crashed on Earth and killed him, but tried to rebuild him. So they built him back as best as they could. And then he became a Hydra agent. agent. <laughs> so <laughs> this poor, unassuming guy just became a Hydra agent and a robot all at the same time. Uh, but but no weaknesses. So they're still fighting. He's She's uh, ripping his costume off, which exposes very antiquated electronics and wires. And she's like, okay, we've been here before. Uh, let's just have a squirrel start chewing through this. So the squirrel chews through it, kind of immobilizes him, knocks him out. They drag him into the apartment and they start discussing things. And they seem to realize with the help of, of her mom explaining, uh, you weren't attacked, honey. <laughs> you just assumed you're being attacked. So, as it turns out, and then Tippy does kind of uh, retell the story to to verify it. He just popped out of that Avengers portal for some reason, and uh, got freaked out by a cat and a squirrel. So, just started carrying them around and uh, muttering strange things about doomsday and and whatnot. And uh, and that's when he happened to stumble out into the the roof access door and ran into them by accident. So now they feel bad. Okay, we've immobilized this guy. <laughs> so, oh, well, I guess we can rebuild them. So they use their computer skills and and uh, use parts from from Nancy's phone <laughs> to it rebuild him. Computer science student totally knows robotics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and soldering and all kinds of stuff. So they replace his, his old electronics with a new phone. And, uh, well, this is 2015, so it's not a new phone. <laughs> it's still better than what he had built in the 40s, I guess. And uh, so they put him back together with a very awesome robot repair montage, which included some music that was inferred, but we didn't hear what the music <laughs> was. And uh, get him back together. And start talking to him and just realize that 
he was just kind of going crazy because his electronics were getting old and and uh, it wasn't his fault that he was going crazy. So they got him back on the right path and he realized he didn't want to be a bad guy. He's, he just wants to be, you know, a, a walking brain with eyeballs. <laughs> so that's all good now. They uh, decide the best thing we can do is probably let him start taking classes here so he can learn a new skill in life. So they disguise him as a student to include a button that says human on it. <laughs> they bring him to the ESU registration and try to get him into classes. And and uh, the the mom is yelling at this poor kid at the registration office saying, what you, didn't, you didn't, yeah, going full Karen. You didn't, you didn't get his application. You didn't get my son's application. Well, then he's just going to have to sit in the classes and audit the classes until you can figure that out. So now he's allowed to sit in classes. So I think he's going to turn out to be kind of a sidekick throughout this series. Everything's happy. So with a happy ending, of course, we need to celebrate again by going to Avengers Island. So they all jump into the, uh, the portal and go to Avengers Island to their awesome food court. And uh, we've got, what do we got there? We've got by Odin's beer. We've got waffle program, soup Thor salad, and then the Great Cakes Avengers. So we got uh, Chipmunk Hunk, which gets accidentally called Chipmunk Honk. <laughs> We've got Koi Boy, uh, Maureen, and uh, Doreen is there, and then uh, and they uh, enjoy their food and then go get some cake. And then to, to finish it all off, Doreen is very proud. And she said, let's eat nuts and kick butts. That's, that's a catchphrase that she's trying out, which Nancy keeps on talking over. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm actually going to get the burger. <laughs> this doesn't get it. That's the, uh, that's the end of issue number one, the second, second year in college second series in one year so she seems to be doing pretty good yeah i like her catchphrases yeah <laughs> it i like how it's all very like it makes fun of spider-man a lot like at some <laughs> point it's like oh there's so many spider-mans like <laughs> yeah spider <-dipole>. yeah. <laughs> and it makes fun of the song and stuff and did you guys happen to read any of the uh, the letters in the back of this issue? No, but I saw the pictures. I saw the little cosplays. Yeah, me too. Yeah, cute little cosplay girl. Um, yeah, the the guy has actually created a new uh, a new guy, not to be confused with Squirrel Earl, but he's high flying Squirrel guy with his uh, secret name is. Frederick Reddington the third or Fred Red. So he created his own cosplay of a his own character. That's cool. But yeah, there was the um the writer had had made fun about the fact that they're writing about a character in a large metropolitan area that's a got the the strengths of a rodent. 
and a utility belt with lots of stuff in it. But 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 she's definitely not a bat. She's not a bat. <laughs> so I thought that was that was cool. Yeah, she doesn't have tools in her belt. She has nuts. That's more nuts, useful. Yeah. And apparently 4,522 trading cards. <laughs> Where <laughs> keep all those? Nancy carries those. Yep. But I enjoyed these stories a lot more than I thought I would. You know, I thought it would be like a cute kids type story, but it's 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 closer to Deadpool than anything else. The the quirkiness of it. And yeah. I think I think even at some point Deadpool uh, shows up in the picture and like breaks the, the fourth wall with her by giving her uh like I think she at some point falls in love with Speedball or something, which is one of the new warriors, but um but to to show his backstory, like Deadpool gave her a an issue of a Marvel comic that told his story <laughs> so she could learn more <laughs> about him. Oh, that's cute. So they're, uh, they're breaking the fourth wall together or something like that. But yeah, they were, they're good stories. Uh, good art. Yeah. Good writing. This is exactly how I feel when I play my, my squirrel deck, my magic deck, just calling down all the squirrels to do my bidding. <laughs> it's very squirrel girl <laughs> you pack your nuts, pack your nuts <laughs> yeah next time you. I play I should bring some nuts with me hide your tail yeah <laughs> yeah so Danny actually uh, had this recommendation for us I don't think I she knew what, what we were in for but <laughs> nope. Definitely the not the nightmare fuel from the first comic. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I was not ready for that. <laughs> I don't think I anybody like, would what? be ready for that. <laughs> but yeah, good recommendation, good stories. Yep. And I like how that's the version that the little girl in the in the letters is cosplaying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got the eye makeup, she's got the, the gray and brown. That's crazy. <laughs> yep. So I think that's going to wrap up this episode. We'll have to find some more Marvel characters uh, for our features in upcoming episodes. So if anybody has any recommendations for us, feel free to catch us on any of our socials or send an email to podcast at familygeekery.com. But we thank you as always for listening. And until next time, Peace out. Peace out. And, and geek, out. geek out. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.